0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Dream Life Loading Podcast. I'm Sky, And I'm Susan. How are you today, Sky? I'm good, Susan. Once again, we're dealing with the heat here, and I'm surprised I haven't, like, completely lost it and given in to buying an AC unit, so I'm very <laughs> proud of myself for that, but I'm really figuring out, like have to keep the shades down during the day and use fans so i apologize if you can hear the fan but it's 95 degrees outside and we simply need it going but i'm feeling good i'm happy i raised the blinds for the podcast so i was like (laughs) i like i see the sun again so i'm feeling good i'm feeling very much in like the summer spirit i feel like we're all like settling into like the summer groove in the best way so i'm feeling good how are you I'm so good. I was actually just thinking about that this morning when I was working
1: out because, like, I was hot. It's humid. There's no AC in our gym, but it was worth it. And I was like, "This is the first summer that it doesn't feel like it's flown by. Like, I feel like it's it's been paced well." I was like, "And I'm not begging for fall," which is weird for me because usually by like June, I'm like, "Okay, let's get the pumpkin spice going. Like, I'm ready to roll." And this year, I'm not. I'm just so happy and content with where I am whether it's hot or raining like yeah the rain sucks but like it is what it is and Chris and I've actually been making the most out of the rain and sitting on we have a covered deck for the first time in our lives so we're very excited about that and we just every night even if it's raining we sit on the deck together and just talk and it's become one of our favorite things to do and it's like
0: this is awesome so I'm just very content with life and where I am I love that you bring that up. You and I are both such fall girls. Like I even said to Nick the other day, I was like, I love summer, but like my favorite season without a doubt is fall. And I think that's a gift of growing up in New England. I I think I would not have had my love of fall if we did not grow up with like the football games, the leaves, Foliage. The Halloween parties. And like, I've been watching a lot of old Disney movies. I think we're in like our summer nostalgia, like, era Mm -hmm. right now with the challenge, especially. So I've been watching a lot of old Disney movies. And it's so funny how many Disney movies take place in the fall i never would have thought about it before but so many it must be like back to school season i don't know what it is if they always choose fall but like yeah movies it's either summer it seems like or most of them it's like the leaves are changing color and it's like new kids mm-hmm. at school whatever it is but it's really i'm i sit there and i'm like i can't wait for fall but i'm so happy with this season which i did not even like process it until you said that it was like that's so true it's usually i'm like okay i'm sick of the heat like i want halloween i want the, on the fall but I mean I'm excited for it but I'm very content with the fact that it's middle of July not even middle right of
1: July. yeah I agree well speaking of fall let's jump back to last fall when we started our business which is
0: the topic of today's podcast so we have now been business owners for oh my god wait Susan exactly nine months oh my god you're right and we are not even recording on a regular day no. That's wild. <laughs> because, wait, okay, so November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Nine months today. Like, to the day.
1: That's wild.
0: We we did start on a specific day for a reason. That's just the so universe. <laughs> but anyway, so November 11th, 2022, I, like, I remember the day like it was yesterday. And it's just so crazy how far we've already come in nine months. And I think this is almost a good episode for us to be like, okay, we've had bumps in the road. We've had ups and downs. We've had so many challenges along the way. But it's like, oh, my God, Susan, like, look at how far we've come. Yeah, I think. Like, do we know half of what it takes to run a business? Absolutely not. But are we learning every single day? Yes. So I think this episode, like, either if you've been following us for a while, you're going to enjoy learning about the journey that we've been through and what we've learned already. And if you're someone that's tuning into this because you're interested in starting a business, here's two girls that did not go to school for this, did not plan on doing this, (laughs) literally fell into it and. We're learning as we go. So I'm proud of us. Like, we we haven't even dug into it yet. And just, like, that realization that it's been exactly nine months is kind of wild. It is wild. And it feels like,
1: I feel like it's been very broken up into, like, very distinct eras, too. Like, we had, like, the momentum from the beginning. And then we had, like, a lull. And then we had, like, a train wreck, it felt like. And then we, like, got our bearings back on. And then we switched everything up. Like, so much has happened in nine months. And I'm so excited to jump into this. So I was actually making my list and halfway through my list, I ended up writing a sentence, which is weird for me, but I'm going to read it. And I said, owning a business is like being in a serious relationship. It requires time, commitment, love, and patience. Because as I was making my list, it was everything we talked about two weeks ago when we were talking about relationships. And I was like, oh my God, like this is literally what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And that goes, whether you're running something by yourself or with other people, like, It takes a lot and it takes a lot of everything to make it run smoothly and run right and run like to take up the proper amount of space in your life because there's a never ending to do list and figuring out how to manage that alone. And then on top of everything else has just been like life changing
0: balance was the number one thing i had like yeah. i got a bunch of different notes but it always went back to balance and i think you're hitting hitting the nail on the head with that um exactly is we i'm thinking back to november where the momentum was so high And like, I remember my days were very shifted because of Nick's hockey schedule and stuff. But I remember there were most days that I was working until 10 o'clock at night, same for you. And that was after you doing a full day at your job and then switching gears to do literally six hours straight of DLL. And there were moments where it was like, this is so cool. Like we're so successful, we're working so hard. Like there's always things to do. And part of me really liked that like high productivity. Mm -hmm. I think we both thrive in that environment. But then there were also the moments that were like, what is our direction? Why are we spending so much time on this? Like, I I think we wanted it so badly that we jumped in before we even knew what we wanted. And so I think grabbing on to like do more things, like if you do more, you're going to be successful. Like, because I think we Mm -hmm. felt so successful, which is what I had written down. Like we felt so successful before we even had like any success at all, like monetary success, like whatever, like success on the internet, like however you want to like put it. Quantify it. Yeah. We always felt like we were successful in this business, which I think is the number one way we've been able to continue to change and adapt and grow as a business because we've always treated this as full-time jobs. Like we're still not at the point where these are full-time jobs. Obviously that is our goal. But the fact that from the beginning, we've always treated this as, where we want it to be I think is the way we've been able to continue to get there yeah
1: yeah and I think the other thing is I think we both have such a strong work ethic that we thought okay we're just gonna dump everything we have into this and then like it was one of those it's the opposite of smarter not harder like it's not no matter how hard you work, it's not going to translate into whatever type of success you're like going towards. And I think that we've really found in the last couple of weeks Mm -hmm. that it's okay if it's easy, like if it's easy, it's probably the right thing for you because I think we were both trying so hard to do things that either weren't, we thought we had to do things that weren't geared towards our like necessarily strengths. We kind of felt like we had to cover a spread to make sure we had everything. And we were like, once we figured out it's okay to just do what works for us, what we're good at. And then once we figured out that, and then we really channeled our energies into what we're good at, what is not easy per se, but it's easy for us because that's what we have the instincts for. Then it was like, it felt like we busted the doors off of something. we're like, Oh my gosh, like, this is the moment. And it's like, okay. And then once we figured that out, then everything else kind of fell into place. We were able to time manage and figure out whose roles were what and communicate and just like figure out all the rest of the details. And that was huge for us.
0: We had to find our niche. And I even, I'm thinking back to November when we were creating basically clothes, like our whole thing was like an online clothing store. And I remember we were so worried about making sure we had products for men, making sure we had products for Mm -hmm. like every single different type of person we we're like oh we need to hit every market and then we kind of had to stop ourselves and be like okay first of all like do we want to be a clothing brand that was the number one that we know <laughs> pretty easily so that was a big step for us but then it was also like okay is there any brand on the planet that l- hits every single market like maybe there's a few but in general like they're all kind of centered towards yeah. a demographic a certain niche and it was like okay you and I are in a very like we're in a basically the same niche in a lot of our interests and we've always said business was an extension of our friendship so why are we trying to hit all these niches that aren't (laughs) to us and our friendship at all it was like yeah i I really i understand what you're saying where it's not that it's easy but i think it's so enjoyable that it doesn't seem like work and there's less resistance yes yep it's like we can do all the work and like it is not easy to do the work that we're putting out, but we enjoy it so much. And there, there is, there's so much less resistance because we like what we're doing. We know what we're doing is going to work for people because it's things that we use. Like, it's like, it is the extension of our friendship. Like I remember you and I like talking about planners and talking about your wedding planner only a year ago. And it was like, yeah, all these things that work for us now we're giving people a way for it to work for them too. So it's like, We've had this idea for a brand for almost a year now, but only very recently did we actually figure out what that brand meant. Yeah, and we went yeah. through so much. Like, I hate to say like failure, but in a way, I, yeah, it's like redirection. Like we've talked about this, not redirection, yeah. but redirection. And it was like, okay, we could. Like all these different opportunities where we could have just decided to throw in the towel, we were like, okay, what is this showing us? Like, what what does this actually mean? And it kept getting us closer and closer to the brand that we are continuing to grow into.
1: Yes, and I think the other thing is we've talked about this in various different contexts, but you either hit a wall, it's a breaking point, or a breakthrough. Like you have two choices. And we got to that point, like we've talked about this big, like a couple of times, but there was in May, I think it was early May. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we got on a FaceTime for our weekly call. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, I want out. I can't do this. And that was like, I literally could feel the pressure of like being this close to a wall. And I was like, I don't have it in me. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, okay, like you absorbed what I had to say. We got off the phone and it was like, you could feel we were at the wall and you just like turned us around and walked us in the other direction. And then we were like, totally fine. And since then that's, that was really the point where we broke out of. And I think that's because we got to the end of the line of where we had started out. Like we got to the end of the clothing thing. And that was really the breaking point for that. And that's when we kind of jumped the hurdle into what we're in now, which is like so perfect for us. that it's not even funny. And I remember we were voice messaging back and forth because you would like come back to me with a new solution. Like this is the new plan. And I could just feel like all of the tension released from my body. And I remember being like, why weren't we doing this from the start? Like what, what in our minds? Like, why did we start the other way around? And it was great because you know what? We have the skills. Like eventually when we have a merch store, like sick, we already know how to do it. It's going to be like taking the training wheels off. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those moments where it was like, We could have taken that and been like, all right, we failed or this is the failure or whatever. And we totally just redirected it and used it for the better.
0: I almost like to look at that situation. as like how many businesses do you, I don't know if I've ever heard about a business that the first thing they try works and that's a success. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like even like some of the biggest companies in the world, like, there was always the first thing that kind of flopped. And for us it was a pretty yep. big flop. And looking back, it's because we were not interested in that at all. Like we no. like, yes, I think we created some really cute pieces. Like I still obviously we both still have ours, still wear them, but it didn't make any sense. It wasn't like we had to have that flop so that we realized, mm-hmm. like, okay, this isn't as easy as just deciding you're gonna start a business and do it. And so that yeah. kind of gave us like that lit the fire for us. It's like we're gonna make this work. And so like because we we jumped into this. It wasn't like we came to each other. and We were like, we want to start a business. Like, what should it be? Like, we really jump. I feel like we skipped the first step. Of, <laughs> yes. like, OK, you want to start a business. Here's what you should do. And I think honestly, like there probably is no like I feel like very few people probably go about starting and owning a business right. by the book because that's really not how it works. But I think we really jumped in. And I think I'm sure we both felt I felt extremely clueless For months, like, I don't know what we're doing. Like, sounds good to me. We'll see what happens. And I think attitude too is like, this has been such a passion project for us. And like, yes, we're hoping it forms more and more into a career, which we're already seeing it getting there. But the fact that this was always rooted in like passion and love, it's, there's been moments where it's been difficult and felt like work and whatever. And that's perfectly fine. But at the root, it's always enjoyment. Like, I remember we had, Kind of a really terrible day with business. <laughs> like literally really terrible like yeah. three weeks ago now um yeah we, i i did want to go into um like dealing with like the fact that not everyone's gonna like your product i guess is really what it comes down to yeah business faces but this was like our first big experience with this and it was a really hard day for both of us and we both said the next day, like, hey, I'm not doing any DLL today. Like, I need a break. I need to just, like, clear my head, do my other work, and I'll come back to it the next day. Within 30 minutes, we had both tried so hard to not do DLL and ended mm-hmm. up both being like, hey, by the way, I just did this, this, and this. Like, I feel so much better. And he's like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. we realize, like, this is what gives us joy. Like, even in those moments where it feels so difficult and it feels like everyone's, like attacking you for whatever reason and it's not true not everyone's attacking you it's the way you look at it but you and yeah. i both, like could not could not escape from doing it because we loved it so much it was like that's what was going to heal us in that moment where it was like really really yeah which i i thought that was so interesting like in the moment it was like oh well look at this like yeah. this is how we know this is gonna work and honestly
1: from all the pressure that that incident created i felt like I think we both felt kind of like the world was caving in on us. And I think in my head, I was like, okay, this is pressure. Like either people want this to crumble right here or we're going to bind together and unite stronger. And I was like, like, those are our two options here. Um, And I remember just being like, so like, so it happened on a Thursday and do a Friday by Sunday, I was so grateful because we, like you and I just personally established so many different boundaries and like honestly coping mechanisms (laughs) for what we had gone through. And I think we're even better off for it now because that pushed us to be like, okay, like we need to have set hours where it's like, this is on limits, off limits, who's managing what, when, and then Like, how are we going to communicate about it? Because we are best friends. We talk all day long, but how can we not put stress on someone, especially when we're six hours apart, like managing, honestly, time management is huge for us specifically because we're on different, literally time zones. Um, But being able to find a way to still communicate everything, but have it be a no pressure, you know, place, which is how we ended up with Slack
0: and how we're, now, communicating, which I find is so much better. And I have to shout you out because you talk about how I gave us that redirection in May, and like, or I think it was like maybe April ish. I don't know. We had the redirection where you came to me and you're like, I want out. <laughs> that moment a couple of weeks ago, I was losing it. Like, all the comments we were getting all the different negativity was I like I lost it like I yeah. they could not handle it you were the one that really was like I'm not worried about this like it's all gonna be fine and I know you were worried but the fact that you could express that like calmness to me and be like I yeah. have this I will respond like you really saved us that day and that's why there's two of us and like Balance going back to it. It was like, okay, completely fell off today. So the other one catches. And we do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Like we literally did it yesterday. Like, and it's, it's, and it doesn't even feel like, oh, I'm doing you this favor. Like you owe me. It's like, no, we're in this 50 50 and that's, we are in this 50 50 across the board. Like we're going to catch each other. And that's, that's how we continue to be able to be successful with this is because we catch each other and we bring each other up.
1: And that's like when we're, it's like a relationship. You yeah. sometimes it's not always 50-50. Like yesterday, I'm in a car driving three hours. I don't have my laptop, but I'm responding to Sky and Slack for two and a half of those hours. And she's doing stuff for like for me that I just couldn't a- access. Like, and it was one of those things where at first like we're messaging. And I'm like, oh, I feel so shitty. Like, I don't have my laptop. I can't be doing this. And Sky's like, I got it. Like it's not a big deal. I'm here. I'm like, this is what what's gonna happen. And then by the end of it, it's like no, like this works because I can sit here and like, let her know what, what I need from her. And she's going to just get it done. And then vice versa on a day when you're off, I'm going to respond to messages and do whatever I have to do. But it's, it's so nice to have someone that you trust being in it with, because I don't feel guilty about being like, Hey, I'm going to be off Thursday. And I love it. Honestly, I love it when you message me and you're like, Hey, just so you know, I'm out of office whatever day. And I'm like, I'm so proud of us for being able to create those boundaries. Because when we started, like you said, we were working 12 hour days, nonstop, and we felt guilty if we didn't work. And we just it was so hard. And now we have those boundaries, which is so nice.
0: And I, I felt like the first time. So when we had this moment, a couple weeks ago, I think we were out of the habit of using slack. And we were out of the habit of separating. We our balance was completely off because we that huge moment, like we, I feel like we've had our fall and we've had our spring. And our fall, mm-hmm. we were using Slack really well and we were like, we're new at this, we're gonna use all the new features. And we were using Slack, using Trello, using all the different platforms. And then yeah. we had our kind of breaking, our our redirection moment. And then when mm-hmm. we started to come back into it, we weren't in the habit of reminding ourselves that yes, this is a business separate from our friendship, even though they are very much intertwined. And so I think we had that moment where it was like, okay, like we need to be able to talk to each other when it doesn't relate to our business at all but we still mm-hmm. do need to be able to talk to each other about our business like we don't we're not a store that's open for eight hours a day so right there's always going to be things that come up especially with the time difference slap yep. totally saved that because even yesterday i knew you were off I was like, I wanna text her about the concert she was just at, but I also wanna tell her this information that I've done for the business, but I don't want her to know that she has to respond. Slack was perfect. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. find this in the Slack channel. She's gonna see it when she wants to. I think that's the huge thing about Slack too, is like, yes. you can leave it for two days if it's like, I'm busy, I can't deal with it. And that's perfectly fine. We can still be texting and like enjoying our friendship. And that yes. was yesterday. And I was shocked when you responded because I knew it was your day off, but I didn't even have to have that guilt of being like, Oh, I feel bad. She's answering me. So it was like, no, she knew this was in Slack. She knew this was a choice yep. to open this and answer. And then we got a lot of shit done, which was great. We did we also separately texting about Shania. So it was like, this is like, the balance <laughs> was so clear. It was like our Trello board is organized. Like our Slack mm-hmm. channels are like it, like we had six different projects going on at once because we were able to separate and balance out like friendship business and then break the business into all those sections. And it yeah. was perfect yesterday. Like, so perfect, yep. it was still your day off. And I very much hope I did not like, overstep <laughs> in any way, but that was like, if you're in the car and you, d- if you have the time and want to respond, yep. it was like, great. Like we can do this. We can get it done. Yep. And it's, it creates that like
1: balance even more so because if I wouldn't have responded or if I didn't see it, if it would have been a text message, I couldn't get to you, whatever, then I would have come home yesterday afternoon and I would have been like, crap, like I have all this to do. And instead I got to come home and just unwind and hang out with my husband. Like it was great. I didn't feel obligated to do anything. Like we did what we could with what we had and it, it worked out great. And I think finding like the biggest thing is finding someone that you trust yeah. to go into something like this with, but also someone that you can rely on unapologetically. Like, regardless of the circumstance, whether you're going through a
0: crisis or someone that you trust to give you the space, but also be able to like knock on your door if it's like, okay, it's go time. Like, you Mm sent me, you were doing a ton on Friday when I was out, and you sent me something, and I kind of like saw the text come in and I was like, okay. And I let it sit until Monday, and it was reaching out to someone. I I saw it and I was like, okay, that's going to be fine to wait till Monday. That, Susan, would either of us have ever been able to let a message sit for three days? And like that message should have sat for three days. Like there was nothing we could do about it. Like it was something that at my 10 p.m. on a Friday, nothing was going to happen. And if I open that message, then I'm going to feel like I need to go do it. And if you needed me to do something, you would have texted me and been like, hey, I'm really sorry I sent you this on Slack, but I need it to be dealt with now. And I would have said, no problem. And like we do it basically. You know, but the fact yep. that I got in Slack, I knew that it was in an appropriate place where it could sit. And then Monday I was ready and happy to go and tackle it. And it was just yep. like we've now created those bound boundaries and balance. I feel like
1: boundary
0: yeah. and balance is like the key that's kept us going.
1: Yep. And I talk about this a lot with like my friends, like we're go- outside of Dream i Floating, my friends who have jobs that are either draining or whatever and their number one thing is like oh I got this email on Sunday night or I got this email whenever and I'm like if you're not supposed to be clocked in don't be checking your work email like create that boundary for yourself because you're just ruining your moment when you're looking at that sort of thing so I think putting like I put my phone on do not disturb after like five or six um and I just don't even get like all my apps shut down except for the ones I need and that has been great too because it's like I don't if you're not even getting the notification, you don't even have to feel guilty about not checking it. Or like you said, there are days where you see and you're like, yeah,
0: like it can wait. Yep. And I mean, that's technology is so insane. If someone needs you, they're going to figure out a way to get to you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you're on do not disturb, but it's like crisis is happening. I can call you and I know it's going to go through. You know what I mean? Like, so there's, yeah. there's like. The anxiety, like the the anxious girls we are, we've been able to really try and start to create those boundaries and be like, it's okay to shut off. Like it's okay to not respond the second something comes in. And I know for me, that's been a huge transition. I feel like I'm always the person that like I can't let a text sit for five minutes. I have to like make sure I respond to everybody. So that's been huge.
1: Yeah, and I'm honestly so grateful for the boundaries that this business has taught me because. I'm also applying them to my life. Like there's been instances that come up that even relate towards the business that I'm like, no, like that's not a topic I'm going to talk about. And there's different scenarios like that, that it's just been, I'm just so grateful for it. Cause like, obviously I love it with all my heart, but it's also been teaching us just so much like life skills.
0: Absolutely like even I haven't worn my Apple watch in three weekends I don't put it on Saturday or yep. if we go work out I'll put it on and then take it right off and like Nick didn't Nick was like you haven't been on your phone or he said something and I was like it's because my I love the Apple watch but in a way it is so toxic because anytime mm-hmm. it anytime I look at it and then I'm gonna immediately go and answer it on my phone but like we, Saturday my phone was in my bag we had a lovely afternoon and I realized oh my god I haven't picked up my phone in like two hours because I did not hear it yeah. buzz. I didn't feel it buzz. It was like this is fantastic yeah. like, this is and like it's a Saturday like I don't need to be plugged in you know like then Monday through Friday yeah the appropriate hours I'm plugged in I'm ready to go but no yep. one can be expected to be plugged in for seven hour seven days a week it's absurd. Yeah, it should not happen. Like even we're nope. running our own business, we make our own hours. We're not doing that. Like it, it's not effective. No. Nothing good is going to.
1: Like realistically, we say good morning on on a weekend, like Saturday Sunday. We say good morning to each other. Maybe we check in around well, my noon. So you're like six, mm-hmm. and then and then Monday morning we pick right up. And I never think, oh my god, this guy's mad at me. We haven't talked all weekend. Nope. It's like because neither of us are on our phones. And I don't feel guilty about it. Like, I'm just like, you know, like last night I had a slew of text messages and I was like, I love all these people. I'm not avoiding them. I'm just not doing this. Like, I'm not into it right now. And I noticed that since we found our groove with the business, I used to charge my phone. This is so embarrassing. I used to charge my phone twice a day Uh because I would wake up at four. And so like, it uses juices, you know, like I would have to charge it around 11 or 12. Yep. And then usually I would have to plug it in at night around dinner time before and then plug it in for the night for oh bed. Like,
0: so like literally.
1: Times. Yes. Because yeah. I was using my phone so yeah. much. Whether it was just responding to people or scroll, well, scrolling was a huge thing. Like I don't scroll much at all anymore. Oh. Um, but it was just like finding that balance. Now I charge my phone once a day. Like if I'm making content all day, then that's a different situation. Maybe I charge it around like three um But if it's a weekend, I don't charge my phone. Last weekend we went to camp. I charged my phone Friday, more like Friday night, and then I didn't charge it again until I got home Sunday because I just wasn't on it. Like it was, it was full. I had to charge my Kindle, but that was okay because I was binge reading. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think like I, I'm. I want to figure out like what is the one thing we can leave this episode with, like what like okay this is our we've been business owners for nine months what is the takeaway like what is the one sentence like the thesis statement of our first nine months as business owners
1: nothing is set in stone and you have to be okay with that like things are gonna change so much so fast so often like we've changed our logo we've changed our mantra we've changed our products like nothing is going to stay the same. And honestly, if you want to survive in any industry, you have to be willing to change. You cannot stay the same. So that's mine. The
0: first note I had written down for this episode was be willing to change and adapt. So Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that. I think I would echo that. I completely think that that's very much something that we've gone through and that's very accurate and we are going to continue to have to change. And just to like add on top of that, you can't, be too attached personally to anything and that goes to the business side of like oh i love this logo so much but it's not working but i'm so attached to it we have to keep it that's not going to work you cannot be too personally you can't take anything personally and i think that's been Mm so hard for us but that's like my big thing and i think over the past couple weeks we've really been taking that and like really practicing that is not taking it too personally because This business is everything to us and how can you not take it personally, but you have to take that step back and like, what's going to be right for the company? Like is responding right for the company? Is letting it go better for the company? Is changing the logo? Is changing the mantra? Like what's right for the company, not for, and then that is right for us, you know, like so really using those boundaries and separating.
1: Yep. Absolutely. I love that.
0: Favorites? Yes. I wonder if we have the same favorite. I know we do have the same favorite, but I don't know if it's what we have both chosen to talk about this week. But I
1: my, my favorite, favorite Oh, go ahead. No, you go. Go go go. My favorite was the Shania Twain concert. Okay. And because it was just such a fun experience, I just danced my heart out. Like I had so much fun. I love Shania so like it was it was my moment. I was in my element. It was so good. I think I know what yours is, which was my t- second. If I hadn't seen Shania on Sunday, whatever yours is it's gonna be mine
0: of course it's speak now taylor's version thank you <laughs> and i knew i was like it's gonna have to be shania because that's once in a lifetime and now fortunately speak now Taylor's version is ours forever so um i've been obsessed i've been really quite obsessed and i gotta say i'm usually like the vault tracks usually take me like a lot of time to warm up to like i remember with red and fearless and is that it? that's it yeah
1: well, Midnight, she, like, released yes, bonus yes,
0: tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, even the Midnight's Vault tracks, I still really, I don't know. Sometimes it's, like, you, you get attached to, like, yeah. the album itself, and especially with Speak Now, like, that's an album that we know, so adding new tracks is kind of tough, but I love these Vault tracks. And it's fun to have the new music to go along with, like, the new old music, but yeah, yeah the Vault Tracks. When Emma Falls in Love gives me such Drops of Jupiter vibes, But like the summer version of Drops of Jupiter, I just, I can't stop listening. It's so good.
1: Yep, I love it. I absolutely love it.
0: Um, My mantra for the week
1: was trust the seeds you are planting because we have, whether or not we believed it all the way through, we have lived by that. And we trusted that what we started in November was worth pursuing, worth investing in, worth our time and our energy and our resources. And it's true because now it's turning around and becoming the average businessman's definition of
0: successful. Yeah. That's one of the other things I'd written down was trust your gut and believe in your business. So literally like just trust it. My mantra is balance is not something you find. It's something you create, which I've been very much working on. And I think creating balance, but then, adapting that balance to what's going to work for like these different seasons. You know, like our balance yeah. in November was very different from how it is now and we're just I'm sure it's going to be different now from how it will be in no September, you know? Like it's just yeah. a continuous like cycle of adapting and changing yeah. and creating new balance. But yeah. It's I I mean I could not be more proud of us and I know like we have so much more to do and that's the best part of this is that we know where we're headed and we know that there's always going to be more to do. And that excites us. It doesn't weigh us down. And I think that's like the best part.
1: Yep. Absolutely. That was such a perfect way to end this.
0: Thank you guys for watching and we will see you next week.